Hello once again, we are talking about EIDL loans today and Gloria is dropping the information on us. She's our teacher this week. Uh, there's great stuff. Definitely give this one a listen. Usually I'd also give an ad read to Helmbot at this point, but um, today I think it would be even cooler if everybody who already subscribes to Helmbot could leave a review for them. They have very positive reviews out there as is, but there's nothing like having a lot of positive reviews to be up there in the rankings and have people notice you. So if you would, in the show notes today, we have a couple links. If you would go to those sites and just let them know how you feel about Helmbot and how they're working for you, um, that'd be absolutely great. And I know they'd super, super appreciate it as well. So if you just want to type it in, g2.com and softwaresuggest.com are where you want to go. If you want the direct links to Helmbot, we have those links provided on the show notes. So um, they will absolutely appreciate that. And also, um, Dr. Feinstein has some really exciting news coming out, and it's coming out in just about a week or two. Uh, he has finally hit social media. He's never been on social media before, but he's taking over Clinical Flotation's uh, social media handles, and he has some a new Twitter handle. He's in LinkedIn. Um, so there's all these different places where you can now follow him on social media. We're also providing those links in our show notes page. So Definitely get on there, subscribe to his stuff. There's some really exciting stuff that you might want to retweet and share um, coming out very soon. So uh, yeah, subscribe. And also, if you listen to the Dr. Feinstein episode we had a few weeks ago, you'll know that we are planning on a big float industry get together on Zoom to talk about the Float Research Collective and what we want to do uh, going forward to help develop it, help fundraise, all that stuff. It's just going to be a big brainstorming. Uh, get together. And Dr. Feinstein has a little bit of uh, lining up of things in the background to do before we can launch it, uh, that meeting and announce a date, but it's looking like May. So just keep your eyes peeled and uh, look for an official date and time for that Zoom meeting. It'll be great to see your faces and of course to help launch and create Float Research Collective. What the heck? How exciting. Anyway, school's about to start with Gloria here. Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome back to Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. School is back in session. The students are here. I'm one of the students, Dylan. I'm the float shop in Portland, Oregon. And I'm Gloria Morris from Float 60. And uh, what, what are we, what's the Well, question? you're a teacher. I was gonna, you should have gone last. <laughs> oh, you're a teacher. Okay. All right. Kim was supposed to go. <laughs> Damn it. We don't even have a question. That's okay. I'm a, I'm a student. Okay. <laughs> how about... How about how about did you take an EIDL loan? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. And then. Kim. I'm Kim Hannon. I own Sukino Float Center in Salt Cave in Southern Indiana with my husband. And I did not do anything so far for round two funding and no EIDL loans in the first round. We just had a little PPP uh, to get us going. This is Drew from New Hampshire Float. And I did get an EIDL loan. Uh, during the first round, I don't think I got one on the second round. I am a little unknown about how all of this works and still don't really have a clue. 
Good thing we're all students tonight, huh? With teacher Gloria. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Gloria. Help me out. She's How got the glasses in the top bun, everything. <sighs> I've got my plaid skirt on. You just can't see it. Whoa, settle down. <laughs> for an apple, for <laughs> oh sure. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so you guys, lots of huge developments this week uh, with the SBA. Well, the developments happened, you know, with the, the second um, package that was just passed, but So going back to the beginning, EIDL stands for Economic Impact Disaster Loan, okay? So these are issued for multiple things. They could be issued for natural disasters. In this case, it was a special COVID program last year. So if you got the EIDL loan, you would know it because you had to fill out SBA paperwork. It was like a one-page certification. You did not have to provide a lot of Uh, financials, which was pretty shocking. They made it pretty easy for you to get this first round of money. There was also a grant. Okay. So there's two things we have to talk about tonight, the grant and the, the, the loan itself. So if you remember last year, if you had employees, you were allowed to get an advanced grant for the number of employees you had up to 10, right? Originally, it was supposed to be you were supposed to get $10,000, but then they qualified it with, if you have two employees, you can only get $2,000 as this grant, okay? Now, in order to get this, you had to apply for this EIDL loan and check this box for the grant. So, Dylan, you said you did do this, right? This is not PPP. This is the EIDL. I believe we got the EIDL as well. Okay. We've been going for everything. Yeah. Drew, you got the same, right? Yeah. PPP, EIDL. And I'm paying something back. I'm not sure what. Okay. So the EIDL, if you got $2,000 and they were supposed to give you 10, right? What they're doing now is saying if you're in a targeted area, which is defined by you know, certain uh, demographics that they're, they're specifying are in a low income area, you are now eligible to get the difference between what you got and the 10 grand. So let's say you only got two grand for the grant you could get eight if you're in this um, certain geographic area, right? D- does that make sense? I'm, I'm seeing like. It didn't make, me. make sense. Says yes, but I didn't. Okay. Yeah. So you, you may not qualify, right? You yeah. basically got an email. You probably would have gotten an email yesterday that was very specific targeted EIDL grant. And they sent this to everyone because some people may not have, you know, may not even be in the same place that they were when they applied the first time around. So they sent this to everyone, whether you were qualified or not. The real thing that you guys needed to know is when we did the EIDL loans, remember we took the revenue minus our costs or our COGS, and then that number divided by two is what you got as a loan offer. Do you remember that? So let's say, for example, you're $500,000 a year, you have a 100,000 in COGS or cost, that would be 400,000, which would make you eligible for 200,000. Okay. Because that would be six months. So you could get a loan in theory up to 200,000, but they capped it at 150. Okay. And we're talking big numbers right now. So a lot of the float centers wouldn't qualify for this amount. But that was based on six months of operating income operating expenses. Okay. Now they're offering additional months 
up to 24 months. So it was originally six. Now they're saying you can get the remaining up to 24 with a $500,000 cap. So basically today, and I got all these emails because I have five companies, I got an email that said, if you want to be considered for an increased EIDL amount, send a reply to this email. They gave you the email. I know Dylan's like, oh my God, let me get my phone out. Yes, <laughs> get your phone out and check your emails because this is a very, you know, for those who want to take advantage of it, it's basically going to be the same exact criteria and you'll get this, you know, difference up to a $500,000 cap though. That's, that's the key. So that, that was really, really big news. That's 24 months versus six. And I just did a lot of talking, so I'll shut up now. Well, let me ask, uh, please do some more talking. Where did this come from? How did this, I know you are like in the Reddit groups. And so like you see the development of these. Yeah. How did this one come about? This is very surprising. Well, this came about because the original amount that is supposed to be granted for EIDLs is a loan up to $2 million. Okay. So even those businesses who didn't qualify for, you know, $2 million, they were, if they did qualify, they were capped under the old administration, mm-hmm. which caused an, an uproar because there's a lot of large businesses who needed more than 150000 and they certainly qualified for it. So they're basically going back to that original and saying, hey, take that $150,000 cap off and let's loan back up to the original $2 million cap. Okay. okay? So that's, that's kind of where the, the scandal, that was a scandal a year ago, right? Because they basically put this arbitrary gate on top of it. Okay. So now um, with the new funding, they're going back and saying, okay, let's basically open up these, these criteria to, um, you know, accommodate a longer period of impact, you know, economic impact disaster. So it's much longer than we expected, right? So originally they wanted to give us six months. They gave us six months and now it's 24 months. So this is all on the SBA website. This is not just Reddit. Of course, I am a Reddit freak and I will be up probably all night looking at the various updates, but- I think we're in different Reddit subs, Gloria. Yeah, this is an (laughs) SBA specific Reddit sub. But the other thing that I really want to talk about is- what this money can be used for. Like, this is important. If you're not being judicious in how you track what you're spending this on, you have to be very careful. Because especially if you got a PPP loan and an EIDL loan at the same time, you can't really use them for the same things. They're supposed to be separate. So you have to keep like meticulous records on what you're you're spending these things on. So let me just kind of go through this. I've got this on my phone here. All right, so what can be used? Well, first of all, before I start reading this, with that being said, Dylan and Drew and Kim, you're you're eligible to go back and apply now. Just because you didn't apply in the first place doesn't mean you can't now. Will you take advantage of this extra money? The question is, you know, do you do you think that you could use it? It's a loan. Again, this is not this is not free money. Somebody said to me. Right. I forgot. It was like a year ago. They're like, Oh, it must be nice. The government giving you all this free money. And I'm like, we have to pay this back over 30 years. So these EID loans are 30 years and drew 
if you got a notice saying that your SBA payments would start being due now, guess what? what? It's another change. You have what another happened? you have another year you do not have to make your payments yet. They went from 12 months to 24 months. Nice. So even if you got a statement, which most people did, oh, interesting. that said your loans are starting to be repaid in May or June or whatever the 12 months was from when you got it, don't pay that bill, you know, unless you want to. It's it's accruing interest, um, don't get me wrong, but yeah, you don't have to pay it. Yeah, I think I got it. I was laughing. I got it in maybe November or December and it was going to start in June. And I was like, yeah, yeah I, I hope you send me another one because I don't know where this will be in June. <laughs> yeah, but. and so, so you do not have to pay it in June. You don't have to pay it until next June. But it is accruing interest, right? It is accruing interest at... So- at Three and a half percent. So here's the thing that just kind of kills me about all of this. I didn't have any of these loans before the pandemic. You know what I mean? So now I have these loans and I don't want to have these loans. And it does, right? I get the idea that it's worth it to push it back and push it off. And it's kind of like free money, but yeah, you still have to pay it back. And one of my loans, I'm paying 200 and something dollars a month for a loan I didn't ask for. And really, did I end up needing the money? I probably didn't. You know, it it made me feel comfortable to have it psychologically, but I, I didn't need all this money that I ended up getting, you know, but I used it and it all worked out, but I don't know. So it's, I wouldn't right now want any more money from the government. I'm good. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. But here, so. Oh, go ahead. I, I just, I just also want to just like echo what he said. Like I, this, yeah. I feel like I've been on my soapbox a few times on this pod, so I'm not going to get into it, but like, it just also drives me nuts that the government is like here to help us. But I mean, you'll still pay it back. And then some like, wait, what? We'll be, well, I'll be right. 80 by the time mine is mature, <laughs> which is so funny. Right. <laughs> and that's, it's a scary reality. You know, it's, it's very interesting that these loans will go for that kind of term and you know these businesses won't last so what happens there's going to be a a point in which you know there's a big problem but (laughs) the other side of it is it's money that you you basically have no prepayment penalty so if you have 24 months to pay it back you can literally take the loan and you know just kind of see how it goes have it kind of as an emergency fund and then right before it's it's due, you could send it back, right? Yeah. Now you yeah. will accrue, it's three and a half percent. It's the cheapest money you're going to find anywhere. But if you don't need the loan, absolutely, you shouldn't take it. Um, but it was designed for people who really were impacted negatively, right? With the uh, lack of business, the lack of cash flow. So, you know, it definitely has its pluses and minuses. I'm curious, Gloria, is there a certain time limit in a time frame in which you're supposed to be using those funds? I know there are only certain things that you can use it for. Is it because others have had some stipulations like that? So no, nope. you can just sit so and the PPP said is, you don't need it. Yeah. The PPP does, the EIDL does not. The EIDL is really for working capital. So let's talk about what that means. It means any day-to-day expenses that are you know, related to the business, including web hosting, inventory, office supplies, accounts payable, very broad there, right? Um, rent and utilities, if you're not double dipping and you have a PPP loan, you can't count both, right? 
uh, merchant fees, bookkeeping and accounting services. Um, let's see. Here's what you can't use it on. Dividends and bonuses, disbursements to owners, right? This is really important to go over because I think a lot of people might get this money and think, oh, well, I'll just, you know, buy this, buy that. You, you got to really watch this, this language in here. So dividends and bonuses, disbursements to owners, repayment of principal loans to stockholders. So if, if like for, for me, I have loaned the company money, I can't pay myself back because I'm a stockholder for, for that. Hmm. Um, expansion of facilities or acquisition of fixed, fixed assets, like purchasing a new tank or a new camera, those technically are not allowed. So I have heard so many people talk about taking this money and buying new stuff that's not allowed. Hmm. Now, how do they, you know, when it comes down to your accounting, this money goes into your operating account. Right. right. How do you separate that out? I don't know the answer to that. Sure. I've got to uh, call into my CPA to figure out like, how do we protect ourselves? Because, you know, we are going to be, I just purchased a, uh, a couple of different pieces of equipment. Repair or replacement of physical damages. I don't know why you can't use it on that. Here's another interesting one, refinancing long-term long -term debt. So you cannot take, let's say you have a credit card that you have for your business and there's $20,000 on it. You technically cannot take $20,000 from your EIDL loan and just pay that off. You can use it to make monthly payments because those are regular operating expenses, but you can't pay it off in a lump sum because that would be considered refinancing debt. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you can't pay down other loans. So I have an existing SBA loan. I can't use that to pay down a different SBA loan, but I can use it to make payments to my SBA loan. Totally wild, right? Aren't you technically like paying it down? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I, and, and, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll let last you one, yeah, last please. one, which I have to be very careful of is relocation. So I'm, you know, closing one of my float centers and I'm technically relocating the equipment up to my newest one that I bought during COVID Lake Zurich. So now I have to figure out, okay, oh my gosh, can I not use any of this money that went into this account to pay, to relocate it to this new location? You know, it's, it's crazy. There's so many different uh, stipulations. So I found that to be really interesting. And I just think it's worth, you know, educating people on is you really have to read. I'm curious how much, well, first of all, nobody knows in the end what will be accepted and what will, what, what will not be, correct? Right. Do we have any idea how, like you said, it basically goes on to a slush fund and then you get to perhaps then just say what that money was used for. And so you can kind of reallocate it. I'm, I'm doing uh, parentheses or uh, quotes over Air my head yeah. here. Air quotes. Wait, that's where I want to jump in too, because I basically, all I did was take the money, put it into my normal account. And then like, it isn't like this dollar right here came from this place and goes to that. And this yeah. one here goes to this. No, it just all went in. And then I showed them, I just kept paying my bills. And then I showed them, for example, my payroll. I was going to pay the payroll, whether they gave me that money or not. I paid the payroll. 
And that's then I a had the money extra. That's a little bit different though, because you're talking about your PPP loan and your forgiveness to the PPP loan. Yeah. That's different than the EIDL loan because the EIDL loan is not going towards forgiveness. So there is no like known audit process yeah. that I'm aware of for EIDL, but for the PPP, you filled out this forgiveness form, which is another change. They changed the whole PPP a documentation process. So it's much more simple. Um, and you know, it's, it's easier to fill out now and you have a little bit of extension of time. Okay. I'm but, confused. Then what was the, all the stuff that you can't spend the money on? What was that from? That's from the EIDL. EIDL. Just listen to the yeah. episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tune in, tune in. It's pretty, Wait, but, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's, it's a lot and it's very confusing and people basically like the rule of thumb, if you had to go through a bank, that's a PPP loan. The EIDL is not through a bank. It's through the government SBA office. You would never have stepped foot into a bank for your EIDL loan. So, if I were to go to www.i-sopod.com and check out one of their stellar new float tanks and decide to make a purchase on that, technically, again, that's i-sopod.com. If I were to go to that, technically, that would not, that's a new asset that wouldn't work, right? That You cannot use EID, EIDL money to purchase that, no. But if I had the money for it technically in my account already. Yes. And then I brought in money. Yes. It, it Once it goes into the slush fund, you, they you can't really be identified. Yeah. I think we're just starting to learn a little bit about how embezzling works, how a lot of different <laughs> interesting things work. Great. They're going to yeah. a lot of people into No, it, it's, it's a great question because that, you know, again, this, this money is being deposited into your operating account. When you filled out your EIDL grant and loan application, you had to put your business account number in there. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you were like a sole prop, you might be able to get away with your personal, but for the most part, they required a business bank account. That money went right into your operating accounts, which is swirled in with your revenue and your, any other funds that you already had in there. So it's hard to, you know, disseminate. So, but despite, so like getting a new isopod, they're shiny, new out of the box. You put those together they're very simple as you, you know, they're, they're designed incredibly well, but they're also simple to put together. And as much as clients like to see a new float tank, as much as, as a new owner, you love to see a new special float tank that your clients love in your facilities. Uh, that's not, not going to work properly. Is that what you're saying? Is that, I don't know where you're going with this. Not for the EIDL. I just try desperately to work in an ad read in, but But it butting against not it not working. But (laughs) if you already purchased your isopod and you uh, you took out a loan for that and you're paying monthly payments, you could use the the EIDL yes funds your loan to pay that monthly payment monthly. Or if you have a if you have a loan, it's covered. And you used your credit card to buy that isopod you could then make the monthly payments with your EIDL oh, from how I understand it. Okay. Oh, that's weird. Mm. It's a very But also weird. great because there's nothing like a new isopod in your float center. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, float helm, yeah. totally, you're free and clear. You can use the EIDL. <laughs> it clearly says 
software, web hosting, uh-huh. it, it's, you're good to go with that. So Helmbot.com is covered. That's is it Helmbot.com? correct. And Again, Mindful is Solutions is also covered. If you have a, a terrific social media uh, company that you use, like Mindful Solutions, Mindful.Solutions, right? Yes. Is that correct? Um, then yes, that too qualifies for EIDL. But wow. anyway, you get the Maybe point. Maybe I'll take a loan after all. here's you know it's it is a it's a very interesting move that they've just made right isopod yeah i love what they've done (laughs) with their design the brand and their (laughs) i don't know if they're gonna let this one squeak by as an official (laughs) we'll see if we get a letter (laughs) um so so wow logistically yeah today that's what I was curious about. Logistics. You should have received an email. If you don't receive it today, it might come over the next couple of days because I, it sounds like based on the Reddit threads that I've been reading that, you know, the 3,300 application blocks are kind of in the front, which were the ones who applied first last year. So if it's true that they're going in order, you know, they'll be kind of coming to you over the next couple of days. Okay. That email basically says what I just described and that you have the opportunity to request more. There's an email address that you click, um, you compose it, it tells you all the information you need to request an increase, and then it's basically first come, first serve from there. So that all happened at 525 today, I got my emails from the SBA. So if you were thinking like, who should do this? Like, what is a little like blurb? If you are experienced this or you need this, then you should do this. If, if you're still well, I mean, it's trying it's to pay your working expenses. capital. It's for working okay. capital. Yeah. If you need working capital, this is the cheapest working capital that you'll get. But if you don't think you're going to stay in business, I would definitely not get it because you'll be paying this mm-hmm. for 30 more years. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Andrew, does that sound, you, you totally convinced you want to take out another loan? Yeah, I was actually just thinking about it because now I can just say whatever the money I use it for is whatever and I can do whatever I want with it. Interesting. Interesting. No, um, it's not, and, I'm kidding. So it's like six of one, half dozen of the other. You want to, yeah. you keep paying your bills. In theory, if I have $10,000 that I have to pay each month in bills and I get $10,000, I use whatever money. It doesn't really matter, but I'm left over mm-hmm. with 10 in my Account. It gives you a cushion. Yeah. Cushion. It's a working yeah. capital loan, right? I mean, it, it it's, it's good for folks that need it. Um, yeah. that's, that's what it's designed for. So it, the thing that's interesting is that they did push back the repayment a whole year. Um, cause I was really waiting to hear, you know, how that would impact, even though the payments are low. Is know, interest still accruing? It is still accruing. Yeah, so exactly. Free air guys. And it's just more money for them, but it is a low interest rate. Right. So again, it just depends on what your situation is. Right. So but yeah, if you to, can afford to make payments, you should. I might need to delete this part of the uh, episode when the IRS starts investigating it. But if, if we spent that money on construction um, or, or rebuild, now you were saying not repair, but yeah. a remodel no, is that no expansion, no expansion, no relocation. It says no new floor, just a new floor. 
Was it Re- broken? Re- Did you have to repair, repair it? or replacement oh, of yeah. physical damages? No, it wasn't damaged. We just uh, wound up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would. You know, I would say those are like cool. necessary expenses to operate, right? Yeah. Like, but I would definitely check with your CPA. Well, if you're hearing this episode, the the government hasn't contacted us yet. Or if you're hearing this segment in the episode, it hasn't been deleted yet. (laughs) We're we're still good. I think there's Mm. a lot of information being defined as we speak. Yeah, seriously. And that's another thing. And I think we kind of talked about this before on a previous episode, talking about PPP, which is like these, the intention is to help us. Right. And they have done a lot of things to expand and modify, which have like pissed off Drew because he already <laughs> used the money, I think is what it was. Um, but like going forward, I don't think it's going to be this crazy litigious thing where they're looking for every I dotted and T crossed. While you should, there's a lot of people that are signing up for this. It, I think way more than they even anticipated. So I think it's going to be a little bit easier. Gloria? is talking about something different. Um, Anyway, Gloria, thank you so much for bringing this to our attention, making sure we had an episode about this. I think this impacts so many people in the flow industry and what what could be better than just being well-educated about it. So thank you very much. I want to make sure my wifey listens to this episode so we can have an intelligent discussion about it. Thank you very much. Uh, We haven't haven't received the email yet, so I'm, I'm going to look, look for that tomorrow and we'll be able to chat about it. Uh, but uh, let's see here. Drew, Kim, Gloria, thank you guys. As always, it's always such a stinking pleasure. And oh, and also, Kim, it's great to have you back. Uh, you you were missed. Uh, let's see here. Olga, thank you so much for producing the show. Man, do you make us shine <laughs> and help us so much. Thanks, everybody, for just listening to the show. It means so much that uh, you guys tune in every week. And thanks to everybody supporting us on Patreon. Thanks to our supporters. Um, thanks to uh, Mindful.Solutions. Thanks to Helmbot. Thanks to Isopod. We'll see if that is considered an ad read or not. Uh, I will say I genuinely love Isopod. We have two in our float center and just the spaciousness of them. I'm, I'm making it a definitive ad read now. Like we're definitely eking in at this point. Uh, they're going to be very happy with, with this. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's easy to talk positive about them because I, I genuinely love the isopods and, uh, let's see here. What else? Um, I think that's it until next time. Uh, look for that email. EIDL. Yeah. See you next week.